0: All right, welcome back, you guys. You got Danita with Booty Bands More Than Fitness, where we talk more of things than just the typical diet or workouts. We go into really what is stopping our goals, how to get confidence, and really find that if you're a perfectionist, how can you really break that second loop? Hey, hey, and welcome to the Booty Bands More Than Fitness podcast. Get your best booty and abs in 30 days with your own coach and home gym. Results or your money back. Studies show that 80% of women gain the weight back within 12 months and this is because the weight loss industry is just focusing on that one size fits all solution rather than something that's more specific for just you. So not anymore because up here at BootyBands.com, you're gonna get your own coach, a women's home gym and the highest quality nutrition that's gonna create those lasting results. So let's get started. So welcome and today we have a beautiful guest that I was able to actually personally meet. And we were able to sit down and go over some things that was kind of in our way of really getting to our goals. I'm going to bring Kelsey onto the podcast right now. Hello. (laughs) Kelsey, is this your first time doing a podcast? It is. Yep. Awesome. For those that are listening, probably have never been on a podcast either. So I feel like a lot of people can relate to you on that. So let's dive into it, Kelsey. So we went through what's called a self-sabotage loop and something that you were trying to get to. What was your goal? Or is your goal that you're trying to reach?
1: Um, my goal is, I guess, physically is to lose five pounds. And then I just wanted to have more confidence and not look in the mirror and basically be just thinking terrible things about myself all the time. That was more or less my goal.
0: Yeah. Okay. And how long have you been wanting to get
1: this goal? For, I mean, for a long time, for several years. I can't remember exactly how many, but it's it's been at least five years. Let's
0: go ahead and go over your self-sabotage loop. What have you been doing for five years that you've been able to realize your loop that you've been doing that's been making it so you haven't been able to reach your goals?
1: I just never like altered the way that I thought about myself. Um, It's not that I didn't sometimes try. Sometimes I'd be like, you know, you'd see something on Facebook, you know, like if you say something bad about yourself, you have to say something good, but it never actually seemed to stick. Um, And I think a large part of it is because I hadn't identified really the the actual cause of the loop. Um, And it was just a lot of things that kept happening that were not the best things. And so instead of saying, I'm here in this situation and it's not the best, it was, I'm here in this situation because I'm not the best. These things keep happening because I'm not the best version of myself.
0: So that's insightful. I like that. Yeah. So walk us through your loop. Starting with the the first one, the the trigger going down to the thoughts, the feelings, the void, the actions, kind of guide us through that whole thing. I'll let you completely take the microphone at this point.
1: Okay, okay. Um, so my loop, um, started when when we discussed it. I figured out that there was there was a root issue that had happened. Um, and it happened when I was a young teenager. Um, I went to dinner with. My family and we went to dinner with one of my dad's coworkers and his family. Um, at the end of dinner, I kind of went and like sat on my dad's lap just to like, I'm not sure why I did, but I went to sit on his lap and he kind of grabbed my stomach, and I was not big at the time, but I was already self conscious about it. And he kind of shook my stomach a little bit, and he made some kind of comment, and I can't remember exactly what it was, but something along like, "Oh, like look at this," and it totally like it embarrassed me because it was in front of his coworker and his family. And he had a daughter that was my age or close to my age that was thinner than me. And I thought prettier than me. And so it it was embarrassing. And it really just, it took a big blow to my self-esteem because like, why would my dad (laughs) do that um, in front of everybody at all period, but especially in front of like his coworker. Um, And so it just, it turned into a lot of thoughts. Like I, I'm not thin enough. I'm not pretty enough. People recognize that I'm not thin enough. Um, I need to work better. I need to work harder. And then when I did work harder and didn't see results quick enough, it was discouragement. Like I can't do this. I can't achieve this. Um, I'm never going to be where I want to be just, just that kind of a thing. And so I was stuck to this loop all the time. Um, thinking about how I wasn't good enough, basically.
0: Okay. So going back to the triggers first, find out what we lack and what it is, is the confidence is the big one that you were talking about here. And so my question, when I asked you back when we were figuring out the loop was, um, when was the time in your life that you had all this confidence, but then all of a sudden it stopped and it brought you back to that time of being a young teenager. And that's where you were being able to identify the root of the cause that you mentioned earlier. Once we figured out the cause, then we understood what's kind of creating this loop. And obviously we'll, we'll keep going down the loop. So the next thing after the trigger is the thoughts mm-hmm. and the thoughts you just mentioned, other people can do it. Not for me. What, what were those thoughts again?
1: You know, people notice that I'm not thin enough. It became a lot really just mostly concerned about what other people saw in me or thought of me and that I needed to change the way that I was to suit what other people thought was attractive
0: yep got it okay so then the next one when you thought those thoughts what were the feelings that you got
1: i i mean i felt terrible i felt inadequate i felt undesirable i mean as a teenager you're not thinking desire in like a sexual sense just undesirable period that's how i felt
0: yep So listeners, um, trail down the circle that we're drawn out here. So trigger thoughts, feelings. If we, if we continue to trail down the feelings, like after you feel those, what do you feel after you feel that, what would you say is the lowest feeling that you could possibly do if we were to kind of trail down these feelings?
1: Um, just feeling hopeless. Mm -hmm.
0: And that usually is going to be one of the bottom feelings that most people feel. And that leaves that empty void that empty, hopeless void. Right. And it's just so empty feeling, right? Yeah, it is. It's terrible. Yeah. And then after the feeling of the void, what happens is we hate as humans that void that emptiness so much that what we do is we gravitate to what's called immediate gratification we want to hurry up and get out of that void as much as possible so what is your immediate gratification that you were doing to hurry up and cover that void as quick as possible that pain
1: um i would i would stress eat um, and i like sweets in particular i have a sweet tooth and so i would go and i would have sweets um, Then I would feel bad about having sweets and sometimes I wouldn't eat at all for just a couple of days and not think anything of it. It wasn't that I was purposely trying to starve myself, but I just didn't feel like eating or I would go and like watch TV. So just there were activities that I, there were, I could have picked better activities to throw myself into, but I did not.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, when we're in this void feeling and we don't think of, okay, how can I create long-term results? In your exactly. mind, you're like, no, how can I quickly get out of this feeling of emptiness? Yeah. This, how can I feel better as soon as possible? Yeah. As soon as possible. That's, that's really what the mind, the human mind does when we feel the lowest of lows. And that's where we end up making the decisions like emotionally eating or what you call it? Stress eating, things like that. Okay. Um, what else did you do? Uh, is there any other actions?
1: Um, no, I mean, that was most of it. Just, I
0: would stress eating or watch TV. Watching TV. Yeah. Watching TV can be one. And the reason why maybe excessively watching TV is because you can take yourself out of your own reality and put yourself in a virtual reality.
1: You can Mm -hmm. kind of live somebody
0: else's life when you're watching television. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And some women, by the way, Kelsey are not in this just for five years. Some, like we've mentioned are 20 plus years There's uh, binge eating, the the shopping addiction, the attraction issues. Um, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, really, we can find ourselves really go pulling towards those immediate gratifications. And what we notice, what we see is it's causing a loop. So is this, I guess, ultimately, when we find the loop and we see it in front of us, my question to you, Kelsey, is do you think that your loop eventually Would you have finally have reached your confident self by being in this loop?
1: Oh no, never. Mm -mm.
0: So we can see that if we didn't make any change, if you never made any changes, then this is like a 20-year, 30-year, 40-year cycle that we'd be living the rest of our life, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's why this is so powerful because the women that we've been able to take through this loop has been able to break that cycle and that breaking the cycle. Do you remember what the first step was, Kels?
1: The first step, I mean, wasn't it recognizing it, recognizing when that thought came and then thinking of something to counter the bad thought?
0: Good job. The first step you already did, which was identify and have the awareness of what is the loop. Mm Mm-hmm. And you already did that. So, yay, congrats. That feels really good. Like when you figure that out, right? <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. That's the first step because what's happening there is you're allowing your conscious mind to see what your subconscious is doing. And now having the recognition that, oh, if I continue to keep doing this, I'm never going to be confident. And I'm going to continue to keep bringing unconfidence to myself because I'm finding immediate gratification and it's never going to fulfill me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. So- so, the second step, which you just nailed, is now when you're in the loop and you have that thought in that moment to, to change, to go, I want to catch myself. That's the second step. In which have you been doing, is my question to you.
1: Yes. <laughs> um, not going to lie, I have faltered a little bit the last like week and a half or so, but I did, um, especially after we first. Like you first went through the loop with me. I did when I had a negative thought about myself, I, I would think of just anything that was positive about myself, anything that I liked, or even some, I liked, if it was just a day where like your mascara looks really good that day, I was like, you know, my mascara looks good today. Like (laughs) something that was just something positive.
0: So now let's go ahead and find out the self-love loop
1: we, we dived more into like my dad's psyche a little bit, why he might've said some things, his insecurities where his, you know, things that he experienced in his life may have given him a certain perspective on things and that it was nothing that he meant to be, you know, to be hurtful or to be unkind or insensitive.
0: So great awareness to know, That they might have their own loop that they're not even aware of. That loop could transition into the way that we feel and into our lives, which it did. It's um, been stuck with you for five years. Go into the new thoughts. So back in the old thoughts, read what the old thoughts were and what the new thoughts are now.
1: Um, the, The old thoughts were never going to change and my efforts aren't enough. And the new thoughts were I can change and any effort is enough, no matter how small.
0: Absolutely. Okay. Love it. And what's the um, old feeling and the new feeling?
1: The old feeling was I need to satisfy others or have their approval um, because it's more important than my own. And the new thought was because I can be good enough and I am good enough with my own approval.
0: Love it. Okay. Keep going down. Keep going down the cycle. When I think that
1: I'm not attractive or that I need to look you know, better for everybody else, It's not true. I am good enough right now. Even if I'm not where I want to be quite yet right now is I'm fine where I am for like the void in ways to combat that we said to get up and to get out um, and to just recognize again that it started from the loop and just start from the top if that's what we need to do.
0: Yeah. And I think, um, immediate gratification, right. Are going to be all the things that are going to be right there in front of us to hurry up and fix that void. Yeah. Because it's so strong. That deep, deep pain is so strong. But, um, what would be some things that would be not immediate gratification instead?
1: Um, we said like, go for a walk, look up a new, look up a recipe on Pinterest. You've wanted to try, like try and make something, um, talk to family, talk to friends, um, just go out, get out and do something.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Interesting. Okay. So walk me through the days that you didn't have so positive. Let's, let's go a little deeper.
1: Okay. Um, it just, I don't know, because recognizing the loop is a very important and powerful first step, but like it's a life adjustment. You can, you can recognize your loop and then still choose not to do anything about it. And there are some days where just honestly, I didn't quite think about the loop and it just was getting back into the same negative mindset that I'd had for all these years. And I didn't feel like I had the, this sounds so strange, but I didn't feel like I had the strength to not think that way since it's just, been how I've thought for so long. I almost felt like I wasn't strong enough to think differently.
0: That's interesting, which can then be another loop as well that is either creating itself. So, what that could be is the strength. So, lack of strength. Are you willing to dive through another loop with me right now? Yeah, I can do that. <laughs> okay. So, once we're able to see again, the the root of the problem. And then we have the awareness. Now we're no longer living this blind reality of not really knowing what's going on. Right now, like we're you're admitting that you're not strong, but do you think that's really the case?
1: No, I'm it's not, but
0: I know that it's like
1: hard to think otherwise when especially for women who've been doing this for 20 plus years, it's just been so long that it's habitual, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. So let's just continue when we find another thing that's kind of sabotaging the loop. So we see the initial loop, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we just have one. There can be multiple loops attached to that one loop. And so we can figure out what those ones are to continue to keep going through the awareness of it to actually really break it. Now, here's, here's the thing is when we have fear, it can keep us trapped. Because the fear is in darkness, we don't tell anybody, we like to hide it under our rug or our bed. And we don't want anyone to know our fears, because we're so embarrassed by them. But have you noticed if you've ever talked about a fear, and you started bringing it more to light, all of a sudden, the fear starts to kind of dwindle, almost like when you flip a light on in the room, the light lets the darkness leave. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that's one thing um, that I've noticed is when I have something come up, like a fear or you're not good enough or any of those type of things. I go, okay, that's the time to shine the light on it, not to keep it underneath my rug. I'm going to pull this sucker out and look at it in the face. And I'm going to ask it, are you really true? And all the times we know they're not true, but for whatever reasons, as humans, we love to just self-identify with things that are not true. So let's actually dive into it. So I almost am teetering on if you're, if it's the lacking is I'm strong enough or if there's some perfectionism that's happening because you mentioned earlier and I wanted to catch you on it. You said, I've been doing okay in my loop, but I've, I've, I also haven't like you, you kind of said like, okay, there's some negative that's, I mean, which is true. Like you're, you're right. Like you're being honest with me. You're saying, yeah, it's been good, but it's also been not so good. Yeah. Right. So. Would you say that you are, you tend to hold perfectionism qualities, like, um, having to show up on time or always having to do things yourself or anything like that? Yeah, absolutely. When is a time in your life that you felt like you were good enough? And then a time that you weren't,
1: I think most people feel like they're good enough when they are like young children. I would say, I don't probably when I was like 10, it's probably the last time I felt good enough.
0: What's the thought of, oh, I'm not good enough. I didn't break the loop. I guess I just, I think
1: I can try harder. Why don't I try harder? I am trying. Why am I not seeing results? Why don't I feel better? I must be doing something wrong if I don't feel better.
0: Mm -hmm. Got it. Yep. A lot of like self-doubt sounds like, right? Yeah. Okay. What's the feelings that come up when you feel like I must be doing something wrong? Why aren't you trying harder?
1: I feel, for lack of a better word, I guess, lost. I'm not sure where to go, what to do. I hate to even like drag in the word hopeless again, but eventually it does get to that point where I feel hopeless.
0: Yeah, Um, that it loops. Every loop has a void. And so to be able to get down to where the lowest, emptiest feeling is after feeling completely lost and hopeless, that you weren't able to break the loop. You're not feeling good enough. Why don't you try harder? You're doing something wrong. Um, immediately you want to go into immediate gratification. What do you think would be some things that you do to hold up and pull yourself into a, something like a better feeling?
1: I will, again, I end up just like watching, I watch like comedies or like rom-coms, Disney movies, just something that is feel goods, feel good. Like
0: probably not just one. Do you watch multiple
1: Yeah. For several hours, especially if it's like after work, I'll just like come home and watch movies.
0: What are some other things um, that you do of watching movies? Anything else?
1: And usually I actually just, I won't eat. I won't think about it again. So as far as like a foods area, I just won't eat anything.
0: So then when you're just excessive watching comedy or Disney movies, not eating, kind of going back into some of your um, immediate gratification again, you know, that's why we're not feeling good enough because we're not doing the right actions. Yeah. So now that we see this loop and I'd like you to draw this out in front of you so you can visually see it as well, when we lack feeling good enough, we go into the thoughts of why isn't it not trying? You need to try harder. There's something wrong with you into a feeling of feeling really lost, hopeless leads us into that empty void again, which leads us into immediate gratification. We want to hurry up and get rid of that void. We don't like that hopeless feeling. So we go into something that makes us happy, which is excessively watching Disney movies or comedy. Probably again, it goes into a feeling of, oh, why did you do that? You should have done something better going into now the eating and then, right. So now we can start to see that one loop now turns into several loops spiraling with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And that obviously we can see is it just leads us down a dark hole. We can see that if we are doing immediate gratification tax, if we're not eating, if we're overly eating, if we're emotionally eating, if we're binge watching TV, it's not to say those things are, it's not to say eating's bad and it's not to say watching movies or television is bad, but it's when we're doing an excessive consumption where an unhealthy consumption because we're so trying to get rid of that unhappy void that that is what's creating this perpetual cycle now of not feeling good enough, not getting to our body goals. See how this is going? Yeah. And if we know that we don't fix the loop, how long would we stay in this loop for?
1: Forever,
0: <laughs> whole lives. So, okay. So now let's go ahead and find out the self love loop, um, not feeling good enough. What is an empowered action instead?
1: I can improve something today.
0: Yeah. I can improve something today. And, and right there, I mean, that kind of sounds strong.
1: It feels stronger, that's for sure.
0: Let's go into the next one. It says, uh, oh, you should have tried harder. What's wrong with you? Why didn't you do it? You knew better, blah, blah, blah. Go ahead and now tell me that. What's the empowered action?
1: I am doing my best right now and I can do even better tomorrow. How does that feel? That feels much better.
0: <laughs> okay like it like it. okay, the next one we're feeling that lost and hopeless empty void. What do we do? Um, talk to someone who loves me like that. Let's say you're sitting down and watching comedy and we don't want to have any guilt or shame on comedy by the way. I watch comedy too so let's, I know <laughs> let's not remove anything right? I, again, this is not restricting it's finding replacements and doing it in small steps, right? So yeah. we're watching comedy, we're binge watching Disney movies. What do we do instead?
1: Even just going out and just going for a drive. And even if I wanted to keep listening to Disney music, like <laughs> just play it on the radio, sing it really loud, sing along with it.
0: I like it. And what is something that we can do right then to start helping you feel strong and powerful again? Would going on a dry, I mean, breaking from your loop will make you feel stronger, right? That you got up and went out and did something because you're in movement. And we know that before depression can't hit a moving target. So if you are in movement, I mean, that's absolutely amazing. So that's definitely a great one. Um, Okay, so what about um, not eating or overeating?
1: I mean, yes, the first answer would be to eat something. Um, and try to actually make something not, and I don't mean make something as in like ramen noodles and toast because anybody can do that. And I do it frequently, (laughs) but like actually try and make a meal, something that you can have as leftovers you can take to work for lunch the next day, just make anything.
0: Okay. So, um, out of that self-love loop, which one do you think was the most powerful that you really wanted to take away today?
1: The, I can improve one thing today, something today.
0: That's awesome. Now, how do you feel after going through this before the call? How'd you feel in that now, right now?
1: Um, I was feeling a little, I, I was feeling a little down, honestly. Um, so I, I'm glad to have done this because it helps like just reshape my mindset and put me back into perspective. Um, and I don't feel, I mean, I don't feel down anymore. I feel
0: like invigorated, encouraged, like kind of excited. (laughs) Yeah, interesting how um, we have the choice to, to really break free from these loops. And so I want you to use this now as we went through one loop with each other. And I think this is very insightful for those that have gone through a loop. Kelsey, I think that's what you brought today was, yeah, I've been through the loop with Danita, but what happens when you sabotage that loop? (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah, know what exactly. you should have been doing but now you've created a new loop and um and you're going to have more the we as humans we have we have to keep going through those loops but i promise you you i mean you've nailed two and maybe you have maybe three left but i will promise you this the conscious mind when it starts seeing really the underneath what is subconsciously happening no matter whatever loops we're in when we start really uncovering what these loops are the power is so strong of what can come about, just how you're feeling right now. Yeah. Invigorated, excited in a way like, oh my gosh, I I have all this more potential that I'm not trapped in this darkness anymore. So um, thank you for obviously bringing your loops to light. And I know that before they were in dark, but because you showed up today and because you talked about them, you're allowing them to show at the surface and now they can't hide, which is now they you can almost feel them kind of dwindling away. Yeah, it's true.
1: It does. Feels like the shadows are like kind of fading away.
0: <laughs> yeah. Common things I hear is, um, oh, I have a weight lifted off my shoulders. And, uh, so if you feel that to embrace those feelings and, um, wanting to leave this, I I feel a majority of um, women that are trying to get into a weight loss journey or a confidence journey, one thing to do, it comes up, it will be a perfectionist loop. And usually perfectionism comes from a, a time when you were younger, where you felt like you had to really show or prove to someone that you're good enough. And, um, what I want you to do is be mindful if that loop does come up of the perfectionism. And I want you to go back to your journal, draw where your loop is. You have, you're in the mindset masterclass. You can obviously, you know, pull it out with me and we can go through it, but it's important that you, as a perfectionist, you can go, Oh, I didn't break my loop today. Well, instead of thinking about the things you didn't do. I want you to start saying the things that you did do so instead of thinking of oh, I I didn't break the loop and blah 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 can you tell me in the last couple of weeks how you were able to catch yourself and what you did do differently.
1: Um, I mean I guess it started by just recognizing the thoughts um, and then countering them with, I mean the better thoughts that we had like i'm i'm good enough right now it's not true that i'm not good enough. And actually, I kind of started like writing them on my mirror so that there was something visible that I was able to see. Um, And then I would just, it helped a lot, just recognizing the thoughts and then having something to say against them. Um, And then I would just, I would go out, I'd go out and hang out with a friend who lives not very far from me. I'd go see like my dad and just go hang out with him. So just that's kind of how I would take care of it.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Just remember that every time you catch yourself, it's a massive win. Remember that it takes that one small step to get to unbreak all the others. And if we have this expectation, like I think you had at the beginning, like, oh, I'm going to be a completely new, a new person after this. I'm going to lose my five pounds immediately. All right. We're going back into the immediate gratification. So remembering that the perfectionist side of us wants to be able to just immediately be perfect, but that's obviously not true. We know that as humans, we're never going to be perfect, but the good news is that when we, we find a different light of what perfect is, we find that there's actually this beautiful perfect inside imperfection. Like you go look at nature, nature's not perfect, but yet we find it so beautiful. And so I think starting to see that same way within ourselves being like, I'm perfectly imperfect. Like there's just, there's something so beautiful about that individuality, that uniqueness, that rarity, um, about each one of us. So, um, that one is, um, strongly to kind of look into the other one is I want to leave you with this. Um, lack versus need. And I find this to really intrigue me lately. And so I wrote this down in my journal. It seems like everything is very, um, it's right in our face. And it's like, it could just slap us and we didn't even know it. But um, I'm going to go through a few of these and tell me what you think. If somebody is a hoarder, what is it that they need? Something was taken from them in their life. And that's why they want to hold on. If somebody needs approval from other people, it really just means they need to be on a journey of their own self-approval. When we are feeling out of control, it really just means that we're, or or if we're trying to control things, it really just means that we're feeling out of control in some point in our life, that there was something that was taken from us that we didn't have the control. And that's why we're trying to over-control now. If we are overworking, it's because we have a lack of trust in the world and belief in the bigger picture. If we're feeling um, a big ego or super defensive, it means we have a very low self-esteem. So there's always something that seems like it's very opposite. And so going back to the one that was yours, needing other people's approval is really just needing the approval of yourself, I think can help kind of start going. Ah, I have a different journey I need to do.
1: Yeah, definitely. I need to. Exactly. Like I said, just take my own journey, take myself on a little on just a little trip. <laughs> Not a little trip, but you know what I mean.
0: Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Um, so let's go ahead and end. I always uh have the the guest on the podcast leave us with something that if if you had A woman that's listening, that's been in the old shoes of where Kelsey used to be, and she's just starting her transformation journey into being more confident. What would you tell her right now if uh, she was listening? I would tell
1: her that you are valuable. You are worthwhile. You can do this. Um, You're stronger than you think you are. And you're just, you're
0: amazing. You're an amazing person. Awesome. Love it. Okay. Well, thank you so much for being on our podcast today, Kelsey. You were awesome. And I appreciate you being vulnerable and honest to share something that's just so personal for you, but I know that it will give a lot of value for somebody else. So thank you so much for being on today.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me. Definitely didn't expect to recognize like a second one and go through it today. So
0: (laughs) awesome. Wrapping up. We hope that this left you with some valuable information that you can help with improving your mind, your body, and your life. Really we're about helping you step into your best self and that's why we do these weekly so that we can hear from you and how it resonated. So go ahead and write us a review and we will pick weekly giveaways on our unique booty bands to give away. So thank you guys so much for listening. It was awesome having you on. I'm very excited to leave your review. Make sure to hit subscribe so that you can get notified on any future podcasts that come out. And of course, join the community and join the app called Booty Bands and Barbells where you'll find us in the workouts, the meal plan, and of course, all the fun challenges. I'll see you soon and I'll see you in the workouts.